Welcome, I'm Jacob. I'm Joe. And you're listening to Young America. This is the third and final part of our church series and a continuation of the last episode, which is called From the Colosseum to Catholicism. Hope you enjoy. Anyways, that all brings us here to the current issue, I guess we want to say, which is the massive or the mass exodus from church. It seems today, and it's kind of obvious, there's no exactly statistic, but uh, this article says that 70% of Christian-raised teenagers have abandoned their faith. So, you know, we talk about, you know, the beginning of the church and how it grew massively, and then we get the Catholic Church to where it was perverted in a power grab, essentially, and then the Protestant Reformation, when people realized the truth again, and, you know, there was revival, and then, of course, we've had revival since then at different Mm -hmm. times in history. But it seems like today, more and more people are leaving the church for, shall we say, secular religions, humanism, wokeism, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say, yeah. which they are, they don't seem like religions, but they actually are when you look into them, how they're set up. But that's the issue is that, you know, people are leaving the church. And I guess the question is why? And I think it's, part of it is, and a lot of this actually comes up in some of these articles you can find is that when the kids have questions, people don't give them the answer because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a lesson for people listening and for us too, is that we need to know why we believe what we believe and not just be like, oh, well, we've already always done it that way. That doesn't work anymore. People need to know why. Because if you don't know why, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. So I think that's one thing that's part of it is we always just did it that way. And then you know, when tough things in the church come up, you know, there's disagreements or whatever, the kids just get tired of it. And because nobody knows why we're doing anything, we're just arguing about it. They leave for something else that seems to be more appealing. And then another thing is we've brought the world into our churches in the way that we worship God. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what the yeah, Catholics did with the paganization, praying to Mary and indulgences and stuff. We're bringing in music and influences that look just like the world. And so we're, we, as the church, are supposed to be demonstrating and being an example of the truth to others. And when we bring in the lies of the world, well, then what is that saying to others? We're just like everybody else, and there's no point in coming to your church when I could go you know, to a rock concert. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a couple reasons, is just no one knows why anymore, and the hypocrisy that, the church in general has begun to have and the watering down of the gospel as well. Just like, Oh, everybody needs to love and stuff. Well, that's true. (laughs) God loves us. That's why he died on the cross. But because of that, we recognize that sin is wrong. And because we love people, we need to tell them that their sin is wrong Mm -hmm. and that Jesus loves them and wants him, them to come to him and to stop sinning. And that's something that we've lost as well. And so that's, some of the reasons yeah. for people leaving is the inconsistency. Well, yeah. Well, the, 
Bible says, to be the light and the salt of the world. And I think that the church has lost that. We are no longer a light. We are no longer the salt. What does salt do? For one, it preserves. And then two, it, you know, if you have like a cut or you have something, a wound, you can put salt in there and it'll, well, that too, but if you, it'll clean your wound out. So, you know, the same is true with, with church. Not everything you hear from church should be lovey-dovey. Oh, you're a great person. It should be, hey, this is what you're doing wrong and you need to fix it. You know, it'll clean the wound out, but yet in the long run. It's not feel good, but you need it. Exactly, exactly. I believe that's what we've lost that as the church. We've lost that as Christians. We're like, oh, you know, we're just going to accept everyone because we're supposed to love everybody and all of this garbage because blah, blah, blah. No, no, none of that is necessary. Yes, we should love people. I get that. Right. But. That doesn't mean we put down our standards and we change our standards because of what other people feel. It's not how it works. It's not how it's supposed to yeah. work. I mean, and that's not loving either. Because no, it's really supposed not. We're to be sharing yeah. the truth. And if we tell them a lie instead, then mm-hmm. that's not loving. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a friend, if, if there's something that's wrong with me and I'm your friend, I'm going to tell you. You know, like, I want you to tell me if there's something wrong with me, you know, like, that's just, yeah. that way I can change it. And that way people don't have to deal with that stuff that whatever I'm doing, you know? And so the same, it should be true with Christians as well. If there's something that's wrong that I'm doing, Hey, tell me that way I can change it. And that way God is pleased with me. Um, no one, you know, so people, We've definitely changed our standards. That's one reason it's important to go to church is the fellowship. Right. Yeah. It um, helps you to grow. But yeah, we've changed our standards in so many ways. We've we've lowered them, quite honestly. But yeah, if, if we've kind of talked about this a little bit, um, I guess, in our last episodes or whatever. But um, the church is the place that helps establish morals for a community. And it... It doesn't necessarily have to be at church, but we talked about this in our last one, the family. The the church helps with that. If you're teaching it in your homes, church is an extra, if you want to say bonus, you get. It's a reinforcement. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. If, you know, you should obviously be teaching it at home. But then when you get to church, that's reinforced, like he was saying. And it it just helps everyone, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. uh, it's not- here. I wrote here. I wrote this down. This might apply. Um, I looked it up in our Bible doctrines book, actually, yeah. <laughs> from last couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the obligations of the church. First, evangelism, so telling others about Jesus, uh, and then demonstrating and defending the truth, which we kind of talked about mm-hmm. already. Caring for its members, so that's where you know you're sort of mm-hmm. helping out your community in a sense, and then living differently. So we've already talked about yeah. that being separated. Mm-hmm. See a difference and having godly yeah. standards. Yeah. That's the goal of, you know, what yeah. your church should be doing. And that's how it helps build a community is you're out there trying to demonstrate the truth and evangelize mm-hmm. and do what's right. And when you follow God, every I mean, okay, here's just something to think about. Obviously, we don't agree with the Catholics, but when Christianity became 
the religion or whatever. That's when we first start to see orphanages and hospitals mm-hmm. and things like that is because people cared for others. And right. human life suddenly had a sanctity to it. And, you know, the church is helpful spiritually and physically in both those ways is because we have a value on human life and care for others and want them to come to the knowledge of the truth and want them to have their needs met. Like the first introduction of deacons, for instance, is because there was a dispute among the Jewish and the Gentile widows and stuff. So the church was like, all right, Mm -hmm. here's what we're going to do. We're going to get some guys. This is their job to make sure all the widows are taken care of that are in the church. And Mm -hmm. so not that that's necessarily the church's total job is to take care of the community's needs. But that is one of the things that it does is because we believe what we believe, we want to be a help and a witness to others. The world thinks um, the church is not needful, which, yeah, <laughs> it's very much needful. But um, you get different religions like atheism. There is no God. And that if there is no God, and what's the what's the purpose of living? What's the point? is to satisfy yourself. Right. That's basically what the point is. Yeah. Um, I don't have to be accountable yeah. to anybody. I can you do whatever humanism. I want to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, hey, I'm the biggest person in the world right now, and that's all that matters. Um, it's do what you want. Um, and then you get Hinduism. Eat, and drink, then, and be merry for tomorrow we die, essentially. <laughs> and then you get New Age. Um, and then there's wokeism. There's climate change. Uh, there's just a bunch of... You know what's interesting about wokeism? So I looked up this article, and essentially it was like, so we had secular humanism, which is basically atheism, where all that matters is you. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. people found that to be empty, because then what's the point of living if just the next generation is going to come and then they're going to die? So then wokeism replaced that with sort of a god, as in it's a power struggle, and then the oppressors have to be overthrown, and that's how you worship. Yeah. Or whatever. And if you're a good person, then you're an activist, essentially. And that's almost like climate change as well, because people, the way they worship is by activism mm-hmm. in in service of, you know, the, the climate or whatever. And that's their God. And tree huggers. Because people don't realize it, but they have a God-shaped hole in their heart that can only be filled by Jesus yep. Christ. Right. But it is in today, every people have abandoned the church. Yeah, and and they're trying to replace that with something else. And I think people mm-hmm. are slowly starting to discover that the something else think, yeah. will never satisfy. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, and then the world's thoughts is also um, church is out or is old fashioned and it's you know outdated. It's which is not the case. It's where you get things like trust the science. Yeah, <laughs> please don't get me started. You know what I mean? Science. Bunch of baloney. <laughs> Why not? We're already here. <laughs> uh, science. Science. Oh. Okay. So if we're looking at science here, um, first of all, we need to figure out who's doing the science experiments. We got to figure out what they believe. We got to figure out, you know, what their whole thought process is with that science, whatever. And listen, not everything you hear from a scientist is true. Mind blown. It, it just Mind blown. not true. Especially if I think most of us have figured that out, especially during COVID. But we'll stop while I'm sure. ahead. Um, anyways, <laughs> if you just look at the Bible, the Bible 
is not necessarily a science book, but it does have scientific facts in it, and it proves a lot of. And it's true, right? It proves a lot of things, and it's 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 reliable. It's true, like everything that it says is true. I mean, there's just no other way of saying it. It is yeah. what it is. Um, um, they also say church is hypocritical, which I kind of agree to an extent. Christians are hypocritical, and that is wrong. That should not be the case. Okay. Um, Christians, we say one thing, but we live another way, and that is not how it should be. And it, it hurts us as as a group of people. It hurts us um, when we— Yeah, it hurts our testimony. Exactly. And so that way, that way people think, oh, hey, they're, they're just a fake. They're, f- you know, phony, and they're, we need to work on that. As Christians, but developing convictions um, and sticking by them, yeah. And then, so that's the world's thoughts. Now we get to God's thoughts. Um, the church is uh, one of God's institutions. Um, there's three institutions: the church, or I guess the family, the church, and then government. Um, so we covered family our last episode, whatever, and then we covered church this one, and the next one will be government theoretically. So anyways, God's thoughts. Um, the church is uh, one of God's institutions, um, and it is established on the Bible. Um, if <laughs> if your church isn't established on the Bible, then you're going to the wrong church. <laughs> that is, you know, the, the, yeah. the point of church is to preach and to teach the Bible and the truths that are in it, um, to edify one another. And I mean, and the way you prove that is like the people at Antioch. They went and mm-hmm. read the scriptures yep. for themselves. Yeah, Paul would preach, it. and then they would you know, go like, hey, what, let's, let's actually find this I here. forget which. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so they were they yeah. were smart for that, and that's what should happen. So when, hey, when, something, when somebody says something, hey, you should be able to back that up by the Bible. Like, hey, you can look here, and this is where it's at. Church is not old-fashioned. Yes, it is an old idea, but it. It's not old-fashioned. Uh, yeah, church is very much needed, um, especially especially today. Yeah. I think the thing with church... And not just churches, good, strong churches. Yeah, they have, that's where we can get into different denominations. And obviously, well, I guess it might not be obvious, but we are Baptists, independent, fundamental Baptists. Amen, praise God. See, we believe, well, we believe a lot of things. But we believe the Bible is the sole authority. We believe that Jesus Christ died, um, was buried, and rose again for our sins. We believe everything the Bible believes, basically. Um, and we practice that. At least we attempt to. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, I don't necessarily we are human, so yeah, we are fallible. Right. I don't necessarily want to get into all these different do- denominations and stuff like that yet. We might get an episode on that, but yeah. don't yeah, hold your breath. Probably, but. Um, down the road yeah anyways yeah so the church is fundamental not only to the community um but spiritually our spiritual growth and political opinion um this is very very true whatever you know your church or your pastor believes um will to an extent affect what you believe whether it's spiritually politically whatever um that that's why you need to get into a good biblical church um, someone that right. preaches the word, but yet he explains it 
you know, in a right way, you know, rightly dividing the word of truth. But yes, all of this stuff will affect because what you your community about God affects everything else. Yeah, well, all the stuff will affect your community. It will affect your spiritual, you know, aspect of you. And I think it's important as Christians we should be founded on the Bible and we should be based on the Bible. And so when we are, we know what decisions right. to make. You know, whether that's voting, you know, for a guy to run for president or voting on laws for our state. Um, I think it's very important. And then you can either go, you can also, um, with your spiritual life, that's important. Um, Because you can listen to one guy and he can be completely off the wall and he can be wrong. And you can believe that, but none of it's true. And so therefore, spiritually, that won't help you at all. Or you can believe a guy that knows what he's talking about and he is in communion with God um, and he rightly divides the word of truth. Church is a big factor, and it should be. I think a lot of young people, um, yeah, a lot of young people that say, you know, basically what we said, it's old-fashioned, and it's, you know, it's time for something new. And yeah. I, I disagree. It's not time for something new. It's time for revival. Yeah. That's what it's time yeah. for. It's a difference. And it can happen. We're hoping it does. But first, right. for anything yeah. to happen, we got to make sure... First, we have to have revival personally. And then once we have revival personally, it starts to spread. We're hoping that's, right. what, that's what's going to happen. It goes from there. God's in it all, and he knows what's happening. Thank you for listening to Young America. If you enjoyed the episode and want to hear more podcasts like this, please consider supporting us using the link in the description below. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Wisdom, and Rumble.